And so if I go into the future, well, we're fucked. Our, mm-hmm. goal, our goals aren't lined up. And what's the point? Why am I even bothering? What if I fall even more deeply in love and she leaves? Hey, lovebirds. Welcome to Free Love Advice, the segment in which I have a conversation with a perfect stranger about a situation that they are struggling with, and I try to help. And these conversations are great because they're largely unedited, other than a like and an um. I keep the conversation as is. And they're also fun because they're very challenging for me to figure out what are we talking about and how can I best be of service. And sometimes they wander a little bit until we really identify what's at the core of this conversation. And this one, to me, is about how to stay present in your life. How to not go into the future and worry about things that haven't happened. And how to stay out of the past, which is often filled with regret and ways that we should have done something to get a different result. So what we're talking about today is how to just be here now with the relationships that we have. How do we do that? Because it's hard. Some of the hardest work is to be present to ourselves and to our partners, just the way they are showing up today with their flaws and their lovelinesses <laughs> and their fantasticalnesses. There's <laughs> two words that don't exist, but I don't care. How do we stay present? That's what we're talking about today. My name is Sean Galanos, and this is The Love Drive. Um, how can I help you? Yeah, I was interesting in hearing your take on, on two questions I had. And those questions are, what are the top signs that you found a good match in someone? And also, what are some signs you look for to see if your relationship is healthy? Mm-hmm. And what brought you to asking those questions? Um, well, most of my adult life, basically, I've spent in long-term relationships, so anywhere between three and five years usually, so really, really a long time. And actually, my friends, they always joke that I'm never single, that I'm always someone's girlfriend, unfortunately. And yet, those are huge amounts of your life that you spend with someone. I've come to the realization that I'm basically not very good at picking a good match for me. And that I'm not good at giving up, probably, because I've stayed way too long in relationships that weren't working out for the both of us in the long term. So yeah, I think that's where my question mostly comes from. 
you wanting to know what was missing in some of these relationships? No, rather, how can I avoid getting myself into another long one where both of us will not be fulfilled? So is the question really, what is a healthy relationship? Or how can I identify whether this relationship is healthy for me? I think both would be great outcomes if I get an insight in them. And so what parts of these relationships did you realize were not healthy? It's not necessarily that it wasn't healthy, but if I think back on the partners I've had, I now see that I wasn't developing into the person I've become right now. And maybe I could have developed into myself a lot sooner if I would have let go of those relationships. Were they? <laughs> it's very abstract, probably. You probably need to know a lot more about me and my life before you would be able to understand. Uh, I mean, we can extrapolate. <laughs> and I, th- I think I get the idea. But what I'm hearing is that you sort of got the impression that you weren't growing as like you weren't growing to your full potential in these relationships. Yeah. Yeah. True. Very true. And is that, are relationships necessary for personal growth for you? Uh, Yes and no. So at the one hand, I would have loved to be able to get to know myself, how I am when I'm single, (laughs) but somehow I've always been in relationships. I've, the maximum amount that I've ever been single is a few months, perhaps. So I, I did miss out on that part of getting to know yourself when you're not with someone. But yeah, anyway, that's the case now. So I'm going to have to live with that. Uh, and then on the other hand, I think relationships are an, an incredible driver for, for getting to know yourself and and how you react to situations and people and you can become more empathic is that the word and all of that stuff yeah are you currently in a relationship yes (laughs) yes yeah i just turned 30 this month so probably that ignited some (laughs) self-reflection and i i'm really enjoying being with this this guy but i also don't want to make the mistake again of falling into a relationship and it not being the right one because in the end i do want a wrong a long relationship but it has to be with the right person what is the right relationship look like for you (laughs) oh my god But you're asking me all these questions. Shouldn't I be asking you for advising questions? (laughs) Yeah, well, I don't give canned advice. Uh This is all custom for you and for your situation. I feel like you should know this by now. (laughs) I do, I do. You just put me on the spot with all these difficult questions. Yeah, I mean, I want you to do most of the work, not me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, I I have ideas, but I'm curious... Mm -hmm. I'm curious what what is I don't and I also don't have the answers like I don't know no is there a relationship that is the right one I I think there's the right mm-hmm. relationship for us right now I think we can have different 
relationships that serve us differently throughout our life. Mm-hmm. And I also disagree. Very I, don't, true. I, I don't think that that we. I ultimately don't really think that we make mistakes. The only mistake is not learning from our experiences. Mm-hmm. So if you do the yeah, same, I did learn a lot. So, so at least there's that. It's not a mistake because without that mm-hmm. experience, you wouldn't have gotten whatever it is, whatever wisdom that you got from that relationship. Mm-hmm. You can carry on with you for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And, I I do feel like I am able to relax a bit more into this one because of dynamics I've seen in previous ones. So that alone is a huge lesson. And yeah, you're right. Thank you for reminding me of that. Yeah, we don't... Uh, it's a mistake if we we continuously find ourselves in the same situation over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. But if we can learn something and then adjust and then come to our new relationship with a deeper understanding of ourselves, of what mm-hmm. we want, of what we want to bring to our relationship, of how to communicate with our partners, then you know, ultimately every relationship that we have will be at least as good as or better than the previous one. True. Although a lot of my insights have come in hindsight and not while I was in it. <laughs> I think that's how. So I guess I would like to get, yeah, I would like to get some tools, maybe, or or some reflections on how I can stay present and learn the lesson while I'm going through the thing, and not in hindsight. I don't know if that works that way. (laughs) Would be great, though. Yeah, I think when you're in it, it's really, Uh really hard to see what's happening. Yeah, exactly, and that's also a bit scary. What about it is scary to you? Because time is precious. <laughs> is it though? <laughs> <laughs> There's only so much, so so much of it. So. There's a lot of it, really. Uh, depends on your goals, maybe. <laughs> I still have a lot to do and to see, and so little time. And interestingly enough, you said. Something along the lines of how can I stay present? Mm-hmm. And oftentimes when we are scared, we're scared of something that hasn't happened. We're scared of the future. And in your in your mm-hmm. instance, your fear is that you're running out of time. <laughs> I there are a lot of fears I have. I think you pinpoint one that most of us have in some capacity. Yeah, and the other one is that I'm going to be alone, uh-huh. which I suspect that you have as well because you've you go from one relationship to another. Yeah, I, I really cannot explain how that keeps happening to me. Even when I make the goal of staying single, I just roll into one, roll into another. Well, you make the goal of staying single, but you don't make the choice. Yeah. So when something yeah. shows up. Uh, you go for it. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. That's one option. Some mm-hmm. other people would say, oh, this this seems like a person that I could get to know. And also my priority right now is to get to know myself mm-hmm. and to see what happens when I am alone. Yeah. But if you would have a look at my resume or or the course of my life, you will see that I usually say yes to interesting things right away. I really have a really weird uh, history of of 
degrees and jobs and travels and usually when something comes up that interests me, I'll go I'll go for it, even though I'm a massive overthinker. That's really it contradicts itself, but it is. I'm wondering, what are we talking about? Are we really talking about healthy how to recognize a healthy relationship? Or are we talking about something else today? Let's focus on the first one. <laughs> Which is what? <laughs> Which is whether you have some practical tips on staying present in a relationship and understanding if you're doing well or not. Ah. <laughs> you know, you also asked me, you've asked me several questions over the, the course of a few months. And one of them was something around uh, waiting for the other shoe to drop. Uh-huh. You remember that? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I chickened out on, on actually getting coaching, so but that might change. What is this other shoe? Well, if, if I look at the relationship I'm in right now and the partner I'm in right now, there are many, many, many parts that make me think, finally, this is it. Yes, I found it. And that also makes me anxious basically waiting for the moment that I see difficulties or maybe realizing that I have a blind spot or something comes up or <laughs> it's just going really well and I'm not used to it. You are scared that it's going to end. Well, if it ends, I'll be sad, but I'll get over it. And there will be other people and there will be other connections. And I'm sure I'll live a full and interesting life, even if it doesn't work out with him. But I'm scared of always repeating the same mistake, getting into a long relationship, then getting out of it and realizing only in hindsight what was wrong with it. You want to make sure that you show up with the tools and the resources required to make this relationship work. Yes, 100% yes. So I can't tell you what those are because <laughs> I'm not in your relationship and I don't know what the issues are. I see how that can be a problem. I mean, I could tell you stuff, <laughs> but that would mean just like sort of guessing. That what's yeah, my, my friends get really fed up with me when I have these type of conversations because I'll, I'll always have run through a thousand scenarios or explanations that they could come up with before. And that makes it very frustrating for them. Basically, what I'm hearing is that there's nothing wrong with your relationship right now. Mm. You're wanting to show up in the best way possible so mm -hmm. that the relationship can thrive and that you can continue to grow. Mm. And you want to avoid this thing that happens, which is that relationships invariably end. <laughs> At the end of them, you realize why they ended. Mm -hmm. And you want to make sure it's not the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe you can tell me, is there a thing that happened in all of your past relationships to explain why they ended? They've been with very different people. And they've ended for very different reasons, I think. 
maybe the last one because it's the one most fresh in my memory there the reason i think was because he was younger than me i was his first real girlfriend he had a very high iq and that brings problems of its own he's he was very masculine so not very not as equipped as most women in dealing with emotions and other people and i because i'm very independent and very feminist and um it's a sort of dynamic that didn't really work very well um but then i've been in another one with someone who did have a lot of relationship experience where none of these issues came up and that one ended as well so uh, there i cannot really pinpoint a reason that keeps happening because it's it's impossible <laughs> unless yeah. you have a very unless clear, you have a serious issue yeah unless you have a very clear pattern yeah that shows up over and over and over again which to me doesn't sound like mm-hmm. you do but what no. i what i'm hearing is that is that you struggle with staying present in your relationship because you're fearful that you're going to do something wrong that's going to end the relationship. And in the yeah. first case, or in these previous examples, you were in a relationship with a young dude with a high IQ that was really masculine. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like those are all things that didn't come up after the relationship, but you kind of knew that like going into it. Mm-hmm. So perhaps there was an opportunity there to examine whether this relationship was going to serve you and was a good fit for you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I probably didn't do that. <laughs> you didn't do that. You went. You went for it no. anyways because that's your style. Yeah, you go for it. Yeah, true. And then yeah. they don't. They don't last because newsflash: all relationships end at some point. Mm. I'm also hearing that you really want to find like the the one, basically the right relationship. Well, we don't. We do not need to have the conversation about does the one exist because I know your standpoint on it, and I wholeheartedly agree. But that's why I phrased my original question as a good match. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of options, mm-hmm. and I'm wondering if the option that you have is a good option for you right now. I I, I want it to be. But then again, wanting it doesn't is just one factor in, in whether it will be a success or not. It's like going to a physiotherapist and saying, can you give me some exercises? <laughs> I want to perform better. And then <laughs> me as a physiotherapist am trained in sort of identifying weaknesses and injuries Mm. and then treating those so that the whole body can work better. Mm -hmm. So you're coming at me with, Hey, I'd like some tools to make this relationship better, but right now there's nothing wrong with it. And I don't, I I don't know how to do that. Yeah. I see. Though I think we can all benefit from being in the present. And this is 
I'm going to be talking about this often because I'm sort of newly discovering Buddhist thought and dharma and this idea that the past doesn't exist anymore. And it is good, good. It's informational and we can think fondly on the past and bring that joy and, and compassion for past memories forward to today. That's a good use of, of contemplating the past. And that the, the future doesn't also exist. So when we're worried about the other shoe to drop, mm-hmm. we're worried about a thing that doesn't exist. Because if we look at the present moment, what I'm hearing is that you have a fantastic relationship. And that this person might be someone that you would have a successful long-term relationship with. And yet there's some fear that you're not going to perform in a way that's going to support the long-term tenure of this relationship. And that it will at some point end, which is very likely. Either you, either the relationship ends on mutual terms, or because one or the, the or, or the other person doesn't want to do it anymore, or somebody dies. Mm-hmm. So, what can we do to stay present with what's real right now, today? Yes. How? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now we're talking. <laughs> how mm-hmm. How do we stay present? How do tell you, me. How do you stay? Present? I'll tell you after how I stay present. How do you stay present? Um. Well, maybe a bit of background on me. Um, I was fortunate to be able to travel continuously throughout 2017 and part of 2016. So I I got to see a lot of countries backpacking. And that entire 500 days or however much it was, I was chasing experiences. So now that you've brought it up, it's starting to sink in that, yes, indeed, I never stay present in, in what I'm doing at the moment. I always am looking for the next thing. Um, I guess the only real moments of being in the moment is, is when I'm doing sports like running hiking because then the you it's one foot in front of the other and making it to the end of the trail and you can only go as fast as your body can go and my mind focuses on doing the activity rather than what's next what's after this Hmm. You do not sound satisfied with that answer. No, 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 no. no. That that was a like a contemplative. Mm. <laughs> okay. That was me thinking that what you're talking about is sort of this idea of attention mm-hmm. and focusing it on one thing. And when you're running, it's really one foot in front of the other. Mm-hmm. And even when you talk about getting to the end, that's that's sort of that's no longer in the present when you're talking about like finishing the run Mm -hmm. but it's interesting that you reflected on this idea that you're always looking at the next thing yeah and if you put that in the context of your relationship Mm -hmm. i can see why you would be looking at how to make sure this stays Mm -hmm. 
Because I get the impression that you don't want to always be looking at the next relationship. No, I don't. (laughs) Yeah. Meditation has been very helpful for me. Mm -hmm. And specifically mindfulness awareness meditation because the object of the meditation is the breath. Mm-hmm. which is the only thing that's consistent and that you can pretty much bank on because you know it's going to show up and if it doesn't, you're going to die. Mm-hmm. And the idea of focusing on my breath for a specific period of time, like whatever, however long I meditate, which is not very long, but... <laughs> yeah, you need some discipline. But the, yeah, to get consistency in in doing it. Yeah, but what I'm learning from it is I can focus on the breath, and mm-hmm. then I'll start thinking about stuff. And sometimes I'll go with the thoughts, and and I'll I'll realize two minutes later that I've been thinking about something that often happens in the future, what I have to do later. Mm-hmm what I want to do next week or the things that I have to do before my trip. So I'm leaving for Europe and, and um, I've got some things on my mind and then I'll remember and I'll bring it back to the present moment. And I'll do that over and over and over again. I'll, I'll stay in the present and then I'll, I'll move out and then I'll bring it back to what's going on right now. Nothing is going on. The only thing that's going on is that I'm sitting here on this cushion, feeling my breath. Mm -hmm. And in this moment, there is nothing wrong. I'm I'm ha- I'm healthy. I have a roof over my head. I've got food. I have friends. I have family. I have work. Everything is fine. That doesn't mean that I don't long for other stuff. And this practice helps me stay in the present moment throughout my day and throughout my week. Because I'm in a situation where I want to spend time with somebody who also wants to spend time with me. So in the present moment, there's nothing wrong. Mm -hmm. Everything's fine. Yet that person needs freedom and liberty that is different than my needs for connection and closeness. Mm -hmm. And so if I go into the future, well, we're fucked. Our Mm -hmm. Our goals aren't lined up. And what's the point? Why am I even bothering what if I fall even more deeply in love and she leaves? And then I freak out. Mm-hmm. I start to get worried. I start to get jealous that she's spending time with other people. I start to try to spend more time with her, control or try to control in whatever way I can the amount of time that we're going to see each other and when we're going to see each other next. And when I'm doing that, I'm no longer in the present moment. I'm no longer present for her or for myself. And I'm not even really considering what she wants. And so I'm and now I'm just freaking out. Yeah. And then when I, I can bring- relate to that so much because not necessarily am I afraid that he might leave or find someone else, but what I'm doing is also not staying in the present. What I'm doing is contemplating are we hitting every relationship milestone am i doing well am i the best girlfriend i can be 
somehow that's very selfish and not not in the moment. <laughs> it doesn't it's also not taking into consideration the other person. Exactly. It's a very it's a solo trip. Yeah. To fantasy land. Yeah. One way ticket. Mm-hmm. And I imagine that if you and I go come back to the present moment, we'll both realize that everything is fine. <laughs> Your relationship is fine. My relationship is fine. Your partner loves you. My partner loves me. Mm-hmm. It's just so hard not to self-sabotage when things are good. And well, that's a whole different conversation. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that probably comes down to, you know, feelings of worthiness. Mm-hmm. Do I deserve this this fantastic relationship? Yeah. Do I deserve somebody that respects me and loves me and and attends to my needs? And the I answer. think a lot of people would recognize that, recognize. even though, yeah, recognize what? Even though I'm I'm the best version of myself I've ever been, I still struggle with that, and I think a lot of people do. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, uh, Brene Brown's work around shame and vulnerability is really useful. Yeah. And she, when she wrote Daring Greatly, there was this one passage that I'm going to butcher, but I'll paraphrase, is that when you wake up in the morning, before you even do anything, you are worthy <laughs> of all of it. Mm-hmm. All the love, care, respect, spoils, riches, everything, just, you know, you're worthy of it. But, you know, we wake up going, fuck, I'm late. I don't even know what I'm late for, but I'm late and I'm not enough. And I need to perform more and I need to impress people. Mm-hmm. And how the hell did I get so lucky to be born on the right side of the, on the right continent with the right parents and the right level of intelligence what the hell did i do to deserve all this i mean i don't even wake up thinking any of that <laughs> so a practice that's been really helpful for me that i don't haven't done in a long time but that, that i'd probably like to get back into is a gratitude list Mm-mm. 10 things that i'm grateful for today yeah that, but that also triggers some guilt for me <laughs> That's that's really fucked up, but it does. That's fine. I was at this meditation retreat with Susan Piver at Kripalu, and she said that her so, sometimes me- meditation students kind of beat themselves up because mm-hmm. they didn't meditate very well. <laughs> you know, they they were in thought more than they were in just breath, mm-hmm. and they feel bad about it. So they're like, you know, sort of self-flagellating and whipping themselves and the instructor said oh that's okay you can do that (laughs) do that for nine seconds and then cut it out Mm. because it's not useful to anybody Mm. and when we feel guilty or when we feel shame or this self hatred a little bit we are it's a very selfish place we're not thinking of anybody else it's kind of mm-hmm. weird right like you feel shame about having been raised in a in a in a place of privilege mm-hmm. 
And we are afforded some privileges that other people aren't. And mm-hmm. to feel shame about that isn't very... It's selfish in, in its own. <laughs> it is selfish, yeah. I love that, that epiphany. Great. <laughs> it's not very helpful to anybody. <laughs> no, it isn't because it's just thought you, you... Action would be better for less privileged people, not just you sitting there beating yourself up. And I also I get it that you know we are in a you know you and I and and probably a lot of the people that listen to this this show are in a place of privilege. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people don't have these conversations about their relationship. Mm-hmm. What we talk about, what we need in our relationship. I need mm-hmm. you to be more this. I mm-hmm, need mm-hmm. you to do this. These are all really desires. Mm-hmm. The, the, the needs are like you know water and food and shelter, and a lot of people don't ask themselves these these questions in their relationship because that those are the needs that need to be met. But we have it easier than a lot, and that's not to minimize our experience at all because relationships are incredibly difficult and they're hard. But we also need. But to- we have a choice. That's the thing. We're privileged and we have the choice. And that makes us ponder even more. Is this the right thing for me right now? Others might not even have a choice. They're just coupled up with someone or they don't have enough resources to make it on, on their own and they need someone else. So, yep. yeah. We're, yeah, we're incredibly privileged to be able to have these conversations and to be able to say, actually, you know what? This relationship isn't serving me 100%. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna leave and I'm gonna find something better and that's great that's totally fine yeah or we can also just look at the person that we have in front of us and say what can I learn from this person today mm. what can I learn about myself today how can I learn all this stuff and then help other people yeah so I was talking to Susan and she said you know there's nothing wrong with personal development and there's nothing wrong with furthering our growth. It's not, it's not selfish to do that if you turn around and you help people with it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this conversation has now <laughs> veered away a little bit uh, away from like what is, what is the hallmark of a healthy relationship. But this is, this is important for us to realize. These are some great realizations on, it's maybe not the answer to the original question, but it definitely is some some great realization to have we have to stay here right now today in this moment and to do the best we can with what we have mm-hmm. and relationships are never going to be perfect ever ever doesn't exist no and i'm also not suggesting that we should stay in abusive relationships or those that really really do not serve us where there is a huge imbalance in power and in respect and care and attention. I'm not saying that at all. But staying with the person that we have and learning from them and trying to be as supportive and caring to them as possible, you know, as long as that is mutual. And trusting that whatever happens is going to be what happens. Yeah. So basically, I I had this fear of, I don't want to end up in a relationship that has to end because it isn't good. But the moment that it becomes clear that it isn't good, 
that's exactly the moment I you need to leave. And the fact that you're leaving is is even a good thing then. So I, I shouldn't be as worried then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it should, shouldn't. That's all. That's a judgment. <laughs> you're going to be worried. You're going to, it's like meditation. You're going to be, yeah. be in the present and then you'll, you'll veer to the future or the past. Mm-hmm. And then you'll bring it back to the present. Everything's okay until it's not. And then, then, then you can make a decision. Yeah. And at that point, it's not, oh, I, I wish I had known earlier. It's, oh, thank God I, I realized it. Yeah. Thank goodness. I think, yeah, that's a good reassurance to hear. <laughs> you know, in, in, um, in meditation, people get really bummed about the fact that they found themselves drifting away in thought. And then a few minutes later, they go, oh my God, I can't believe I was, I drifted away. And then I go back to the breath. And a lot of these instructors say, you know, don't beat yourself up about, about that. That's the whole point. The whole point is that you caught yourself and you can bring yourself back. Mm-hmm. That's phenomenal. It's fantastic. You did it. You did yeah. it right. And it's the same in relationships. At some point you realize this isn't serving me anymore. And now I can do something about it. Yeah. F- fantastic. No need to beat yourself up that it took as long as it took. That's how long it needed to take. Mm-hmm. And as with most things, the more hours spent doing it, the better you become. Usually. 10,000 hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, with all my relationships, I should be set up for success now. <laughs> you probably have, you have more relationship experience than I do. Good job. <laughs> I hope this was helpful. It was very helpful. <laughs> what did you learn about yourself? About myself, it reconfirmed from for me that I do have a good understanding of myself and where I'm at in life, and that when you connect with someone who has a lot of knowledge on a subject and is able to dig deep and call you out when you're bullshitting, that that I'm in a good place and I'm happy and and grateful for that, and it's not wrong to be. It's it's not my fault that I'm in such a good spot in life and I should be thankful for it, grateful for it, and especially stay in the present <laughs> is the conclusion. That's right. Meditate, gratitude list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. That was fun. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it, it, it didn't go the way I thought it would go, but I'm very happy with the outcome. Perfect. I'm so glad. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, lovebirds. Thanks for spending this time with me and my mystery guest talking about how to stay present in our relationships, which is the hardest work that I am doing and will probably continue to do for the rest of my life. I've got a book list and it's ready. And if you want it, go to thelovedrive.com forward slash book list. And there are some books in there on how to stay present, how to build a meditation practice, what it means to show up for your life in this moment. So if you go to lovedrive.com forward slash book list, you can read the whole book list. And 
there might be some books in there that can help you on your journey to discovering yourself and to staying present and to showing up with more emotional intimacy in your love life. Thank you so much and have a beautiful week. <laughs>